common sense advice for life. Let's chat. Now, here's Will Kesley and Tony Peck. Welcome back to the show. Having a little holiday special today. How to enjoy the holidays. Part two of this is how to, how to make the change. Not for the holidays, but just change in life. We got a... a yeah, any change in life. We got, got a, a message from... Got a message from uh, Amanda out in Bone, Idaho. Bone, Idaho. Where's Bone? Bone is out... Uh, Where's it's that like Idaho Falls. It's on the mountain somewhere. Not in Bonner County or something, Bone. No, it's Bone. Bone, okay. Idaho. Hi, Amanda. Thanks for listening. Yeah, we appreciate the question. So here's, here's Amanda's question, right? Uh, self-care. How do you take action when you know what to do? But mentally, keep going back to old behavior. No, oh, that was a tough one. Yeah, you how do you mentally break that know what you should do? Yeah, but you go back to old things. You've recognized whatever the behavior is is wrong, yep. or you want to change it. You yep. want to do something different, yep. and you're trying, but you keep cycling back. You can't break it. For Boy, Amanda, you're hitting it hard, hard on the head. This is uh, probably the biggest pitfall of all change. I agree. Is that you know it's one you of the want to change? Thing to do. So, a couple of things you have to take into perspective. One, you have to understand that you do what you do because you have habits of doing it. Yeah, we're all, we're all creatures of habit, right? Right. And Based the other on... part of it, your DNA may want you to do it. What I mean by your DNA, we're kind of culturally set up a certain ways. Uh, and some of that is mentally broken, right? You like, for example, you'll find, here's an example of a woman who care, continually marries people that beat them. That, yeah, or abusive. Abused wife, right? And you say, why do they keep doing that? Well, it's, it's, it's how they're built in their brain. They feel valued by being that way. And that, that is something you're not going to break on your own. Yeah, you're going to need some pretty deep help for help. something so like that. So let's divide yeah. this up. It's from things like, let's say, I want to lose some weight. I'm not motivated to do it versus I have some mental illness issues that are in the way and I have some real dysfunctional things in my life. That's a whole different part of, you're not going to do that on your own. Yeah, and I, rarely do people break out of that on their own. I do want to say, don't you know? Don't shy from that word either. I mean, there's a huge array of mental illness. Yeah, and so don't take mental illness like you're a complete schizophrenic that's not functioning. There's a lot of mental illnesses that are really mild, but you still need some some help getting through them. You need somebody to be at your side right. and help you through that. So clinically, I kind of take away the whole mental illness. I don't want to make that a you're a victim of an illness. But yeah. Let's just say. You, what you're doing in your life, you don't like, That's and right. you'd like to do it differently. You'd like a different outcome. Yes. Great. Now we have to look at and identify what it is that you don't like. Break that down. Break that down. So, uh, for example, I don't like the fact that I let my kids take advantage of me and, they, and I, I give them money all the time when I shouldn't give it to them. But I just can't. I can't stop doing it. They come say they need it. What do I do? So if we break that one down for a minute, this is the same kind of concept. We first have to identify what is the issue. The issue uh-huh. is... I feel taken advantage of. I feel like I don't want to do this, but how do I stop doing it? Right? And so then what is the trigger? What is the trigger that then makes you do it? A lot of times it's guilt. Yeah, guilt-driven. Guilt-driven. It could come back to things in your past. As a kid, you know, you were kept from having a lot of things by your parents. You never want to feel that way. So So you want to make sure your kids have more than you had. Right, right. Um, And uh, it may be that you just don't have the personality that's very good at saying no. Uh, like, for example, we talk about uh, the color code, Dr. Hartman's yeah. work. And if you're a blue personality, you rarely say no. It's hard to say no. You right? feel Be- that guilt. Because driven, yeah. it's all about the people relationship. If I say no, or if you're a white personality and you say no, there may be conflict. So you have to identify what it is you're feeling when that happens. What is the cause that makes you then pull the trigger and do something you don't want to do? So it's not okay. as easy as, well, you just have to try harder. You have to identify. Find out what your trigger is, Amanda, in your specific issue. 
and try to identify what it is that finally makes you have that trigger. Once you identify what that is, then we start putting an antidote into it. For example, if I'm feeling guilty about doing things for my kids that I shouldn't do because I'm just making them to be, you know, self-entitled snots. Well, then I have to look back and go, wait a minute. What I'm trying to do is be helpful for my kids. Is this helpful or harmful? And all of a sudden, if my trigger is I'm doing it because I want to be helpful and I'm afraid that they'll be mad at me, remember, do the right thing, which is, I think I need to hold back on this. I don't think this is healthy for them. And it's okay to say, I'm not so sure this is healthy, guys. I'm seeing entitlement or other things. It doesn't have to be a conflict, but at least I have an antidote which to work from, which is where I'm having my struggle. Okay. Okay. The other thing that comes is we feel, especially when it comes to children issues, like I'm I'm doing certain things with my kids. I need to change. I don't want to change, so on and so forth. A lot of it is because we feel like if we take control of their lives, we can save them. Okay. Okay. Right. So if I, my kids are doing something else, be in a rock band and I just know if he's going to be a rock band, he's going to be a sleaze bucket living on the street. You know, at some point you have to back away and go, that's his life. Yeah. He wants to enjoy this. Let him have the experience. And so for me, that's the antidote. Okay. I, I, I don't want my kid to go be a bum on the street, but same token is I need him to have experience and I need to be okay with the fact they're going to have experience. So try and mentally change that trigger thought process so that then you can... Put the other side of what's productive. Put the other side in there Mm -hmm. to help you when that trigger happens. Now it sends you down a different Because your trigger is a value statement. It's just whether it's a healthy value. And if not, then then what is my trigger that's healthier? Yeah, I like that. Okay. Let's talk about uh, something like along the lines of weight loss, right? Yeah. So you're trying to lose weight. You just can't. Yep. I don't feel motivated. You're... You get in those times where you're hungry, angry, lonely, or tired, halt, halt. right? Mm-hmm. And you go you back to the food and you blow it. Yeah. And and you just can't change that habit. What would you say first in that I, type of thing? First thing I tell you is relax. <laughs> it's okay to be heavy. Society says, you know, you you're must be lazy and dumb and, and you're fat and you're ugly. That's a lie. That's okay. a lie. And, and the reason I, I did an interesting little, when I was in, in my graduate program, I, I did a research project on meso twins. Siamese twins, basically, genetic copies of each other. And the goal was to find meso twins that got separated at birth, adopted by other families that lived in different cultures. Okay. We found five. So it was tough, right? Yeah. But the reason reason I did that is I wanted to see what DNA did versus culture, versus training, versus where you were raised. Got you. Okay. Here's what was interesting. I did it to find out personality types. What I learned was of the five we found, all five were within five pounds of each other. Even though they lived in different countries on different diets. Wow. How is that? Well, that's called DNA set points. And, and, and people say, well, we eat more now. We, we get fatter now. Yes, there's no question. We have access to food anytime we want it now, which is yeah. way more than we need. But your body is going to put the weight on it wants to put on, and it's a set point. And so when I say relax a little bit, that your set point may be a heavier body. It's not a crime. Look, when I had cancer, yeah. I was grateful I had weight to give. Because what happens is after a while, you run out of any weight and it starts eating your organs and you're dead. I'm alive today because I had weight to give. Honestly, the Mm. girl that died a couple of years after me, the same treatment, same cancer, same situation, got down to 82 pounds at 5'8". Had nothing else to give. Had nothing more to give. Right. So that's why I say relax. I understand being obese is a a health problem as well. But let's start with just being okay with being okay with our body weight. It's okay. Some of it may be a set point. Some of it may be your culture, but back to the motivation. Okay. 
it's not going to be something you're going to naturally be able to motivate. We found that in these meso twins, if you put them in a restricted diet, some of them became violent. Wow. Because their DNA said, I want my food and they're going to get their food. Okay. Right. So, oh, by the way, not only did they have the same weight, they had the same kind of hairstyles. They liked the same kind of guys. They, they uh, liked the same kind of things in life. It was amazing. How similar they How were. similar they were and then they were raised in the whole totally different nature cultures. versus nurture problem, right? So what happens like with weight is it becomes a motivation thing. As soon as you start to lose weight, your body's going to go say, look, we got to put on some weight. Your body's going to say, I need weight back. Your okay. brain is going to say, we need that weight back. Yeah. You're going to have to fight through that window. The best way to do it, have a friend. Have that support group. A support group. Okay. And so let's take support group even further. With what Amanda was saying, like, how do you get the motivation? Keep in mind, most of the time, your motivation won't be singular. It's because you would have done it already. Yeah, you, you need to find something different, right? Something a little stronger. Okay. And so get a, uh, other people involved. Look, nobody wants to get up and, and go run in the morning unless you have somebody at your door going, hey, it's time to run. Like our show, Tony, you would yeah. never come and do this show except, you know, I'm sitting here waiting for you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I got to get there because Will is in the chair waiting for me to chat. I got to make it. So uh, just keep that in mind as you look at things that are difficult, is that one of the easiest ways to overcome that is get somebody with you to join you in that same cause. Is that, that's kind of like the idea of where, you know, tell people your goals, bring them in, make it so that you have that support group around you. Yes. That's what we're talking about. And when we talk about triggers, triggers, again, look into what is the bottom line for why you're doing what you're doing. Like, for example, I want to lose weight. I just don't want to. Well, yes, you don't want to, but that's because your brain doesn't want you to either. You're, you're fighting your own set point. And so okay. you have to then look at this and say, look, let's slow it down. I'm not going to lose 20 pounds over the next month. How about I just change one thing different in my diet this month? Yeah. And next month, I'm going to add one thing I'm going to change in my diet next month. So that your brain gets this idea we're not in a crisis. It's why people who lose a lot of weight gain it back plus 10. Yeah. Because it goes into starvation mode. Look, there's a reason why women gain weight when they're pregnant. Because the brain takes over and says, we're putting on weight to protect this child. The child will have enough food. Yeah. Has nothing to do with you. You think it does. Your cravings? Your cravings are your brain going, let's see, I need more iron. How do I get more iron? Oh, pickles. Next thing you know, you want pickles. So there's a little of this that's out of our control, but how we get it back in control is we take it one step at a time. One piece of what I want to change differently. So let me, let me throw this out um, because I love listening. I love chatting because I learn things too. So what you're saying is along the lines of you got to change. Um, I think the important, maybe what I'm hearing is you got to change the why. Yes. It's not just lose weight for lose weight sake. Mm -hmm. You got to be, why do I want this? Mm -hmm. Why do I actually want the weight? Do I want to be healthier? Do I want to be, you know, if what's, it's be what's if the core motivation? Because if the core motivation is not more powerful than the what, mind. Your, what your mind is currently saying where you want to be, you're, mm -hmm. you're at a loss, right? So really understanding that core motivation and where you want to be Sounds like it's super important into really making progress. Yes. Identify what it is you want to. Here's a just quick example. Got to take a quick break. But let's say it's like, well, every time around my kids, I scream at them. I don't want to scream at them anymore. Okay. That's a good goal. Let's ask yourself, why do you scream? What frustration are you feeling that drives you to screaming? In screaming, what do you want to accomplish by screaming? Is it working? Is the outcome what you want? If yeah. it's not then let's put an antidote and say, let's try something different that may work. I want them to be more responsive to me. Okay, they do that by pleasure or pain. 
So what pleasure am I going to put in front of them? Or what consequence am I going to put in front of them to get them to make action? Yelling versus a scream. Versus a scream. We're going to talk more about that one. All right. right? This is this is just one of many things that we get into is what's the motivation? Okay. And how do I make it work? Well, let's understand what motivation is. All right. It's the key to overcoming all things. Where's your motivation? And why some people may not overcome much of anything. It's how they're made. I'll tell you who that is, too. All right. Coming up, we're going to have some tips to help you out. Get out of that rut. And into your new groove. So let's chat with Will and Tony. News Talk 107.9. Check out our podcast on all your happy podcast plays. We're on Apple Podcasts now, too. I know. That was great. Right? It's cool that it's up there. Good fun. It's doing right. good. Back in two. Common Sense Advice for Life. Helping with self-awareness, family, and relationships in a complex world. Now, here's Will Kesley and Tony Peck. All right. Welcome back to the show. How's so, it going? <laughs> so, I'm Will Kesley, Tony Peck. Uh, so our, our phone caller said, okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. We like, we like you guys, but, no, no, here goes yeah. the but, right? You're telling me not to even try to diet. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, You're wait, the wait, lost wait. cause. Right. Your brain's done. You're so, over. Somehow we must have given that. Have another donut. And we're not saying don't, I would never tell you don't do things for self-improvement. Absolutely do them, but put them in the right perspective that it's not always about willpower. You're right, also will. fighting things. Like, That's me. I'm willpower. I'm will. There's a way. Then get out of the way. That's why my mom called me Will. <laughs> so it's about also taking your brain, which is what we want to connect here, and teaching right. it that it's okay as well. If you starve yourself and you go on a starvation type diet, everybody will tell you, guaranteed, you're getting that weight back. You have people that have bypassed Roan Y surgeries on their stomachs and um, angiopl- all these different things on yeah. their stomachs. And for six to nine months, they lose decent weight. Ton of weight. And then it stops. And then they gained some back. And then they gained it, some gained it all back. What happens? The body adapted. So if we want to make a change in who you are, what you are, how you are, you have to get your brain to come along with you. And many times that means take it one little step at a time. Don't take big steps. Make little changes to where it doesn't get freaked out. Don't and freak your brain out. Don't freak your brain out. Okay. And Because if not, you're fighting this guy. And look, we had that study where we had yeah. obese people. We put them on 1,000 calories a day. They lost weight for a while. Then they started getting just angry and mean and nasty, and they started putting on weight at 1,000 calories a day. How do you do that? There's not enough calories to do that. What happened is whatever was excess, they had no energy. They were flat. They couldn't do anything because the body wasn't going to give them any energy from the food they were eating. It was going to store it up. It was going to store it because it was going to go back to being in charge. The brain. This is how we're going to do it. So, so give me some hope, Will. Here's your hope, baby. Your give hope me some is hope. <laughs> we, you can accomplish anything, but keep it in perspective and do it one little step at a time. That's right. I think that's that. Both the, both things in, in there. One is the resilience and the determination to continue it forward. Yes. And two is the baby steps along the way. Because you got to, like you said, I like the term you said on the break, bring your brain along with you. Yes. You can't just trick your brain. Your brain's going to tell you what to do. If, so- Bring your brain along with you as you make the little changes you need to make as you go through your journey. Right. And have some grace and patience with yourself. That, that, that's, if you keep your hope meter up in yourself, it's a lot easier to overcome challenges. It's when we lose hope, and we do that by failure. We get in there, and we can't do it anymore, and we just fail. And you do it again, and you fail. You do it again, and you fail. What I want you to do is stop having all these large failures and just find little pieces of success and give it some time. You'd be amazed how it goes along with you, and you keep your hope meter up. It's when we throw the hope meter out and go, there's no chance anymore. That we get depressed, we have anxiety, and we don't feel good about ourselves, then we go binge eat, and we go, yeah. right? All those things come along with it. And so I just want to let everybody know it's okay. 
That's the point because the society would like to say it's not okay. You know, it absolutely is okay if you're overweight. Look, there's reasons people overweight can move cars. People overweight can't get through small windows, but skinny people can. We all have a place. <laughs> Does that make sense? I'm with you. I'm with it. So uh, our, I like our, the idea that you're okay because that gives yeah. you that 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 gives you the grace to then take it slow. Keep your hope meter. Take alive. it time. Keep the hope meter up. Move it along. And I think that other concept that you taught me today is that really dig into that motivation and make sure your motivation is where you want it to be. Yeah, make it real for you. Yeah. And have a purpose for what you're trying to accomplish. Remember, we're about little victories, not about huge shots and then loss. Huge shots and then loss. And if you've tried that game, you know it doesn't work, so let's don't play down there anymore. Let's try it a little differently. One little step at a time. Now, the other thing to keep in mind, there are some folks whose brains just won't motivate. We see it. They have certain brainwave activity in their brain that just makes them lethargic. They don't want to get out of bed. They don't want to do anything. They just don't have a lot of hope for life at all. And some of that is a mental block. There's things you can do like neurotherapy and other things that can help train that out. But if you try to force yourself out of it, you're just going to fight you need, it and you'll you need be right to get therapy. Yeah. Yeah. You need to get some help with that one. It, it doesn't change. It's just kind of DNA in how you're working. You got to get that brainwave to change up a little bit. Okay. So uh, again, I like it. Let's talk about how we get over stuff. We get over it by first recognizing what it is we want to change, recognize what the trigger is and whether it's a healthy motivation or not. Okay. So I want to change this one thing. I want to change my, I don't get angry at my kids anymore. Ask yourself, what is it you want to change? And then what are the triggers that set it off? And what's the outcome you want? Right. And if you can't identify those things, then it's a little easier to take one step at a time. And if today you yell at your kids 15 times and it's down from last week of 18 times, congratulations. Yeah, good job. Right? Way take, to go. Take, take your victory. Now tomorrow or next week, try to move it down a couple more. Yeah. Until and it becomes along, a habit. Little by little, right? Right. Until- Always remember your motivation is, I don't want to yell at my kids because that is going to turn them into, keep that in front of you. There's nothing wrong with that. That's a good motivation. Yes. Because once you get your brain working for you, then you'll see it start piling on and off you go to improvement. If your brain's working against you, good luck. And keep in mind, changing habits is not a one-day event. It takes some time. It took time to get your habit. Give yourself some time. And the victories are every day you work towards it. But work toward it with hope in your heart. All Right? right. I like it. The hope of victory. We'll make it. We'll make it happen. We'll make it. It's each day a little bit a little bit better each day. Every 1% day. better. 1% better, baby. All right. And then give it a whole year and now you're 12% better. <laughs> and that's a real change. Yeah, that's a big change. That's how we do it. All right. Tony, so great to see you again. Yeah, it's good to see you. Go change how you do your Christmas holidays. I'm going to. And then change how you want to motivate yourself to get over things you don't want to do anymore. All right. <laughs> 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 I'll join you in it. Okay. Thanks, everyone, for your texts and calls. And uh, thanks for joining us on Let's Chat with Will and Tony. Check out our podcast on all your favorite podcasts. Until next week, be See good. Ya. Bye.